Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, we head off today to the sleepy little town of Lake Wales, Florida. Well, it used to be sleepy. We love when our shows take us to small town America, and we love it even more when we get to do it in Florida. In every small town in America, there are Jesus followers just trying to make ends meet and trying to meet the needs of the local community. Small towns have unique characteristics, like your personal life isn't ever your personal life, because in a small town, everybody's in your business. But as usual, I digress. This story involves two doctors, a veterinary clinic, a local coffee shop, and a white 328i BMW, which we don't know that story yet. How does all this fit into a story about living out your faith in your work and in your community? I don't know yet, but we're going to both find out together. Doctors Carol and Brian Thompson join us today. Hey, Carol and Brian, welcome to I Work For Him. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. I just want to make sure you know that I'm not actually a doctor. Oh, oh, I thought you both had doctors in front of you. Okay. But that's no. okay. Oh, oh, well, all right. You're married well, to one. That's right. You're married <laughs> to one. So that means you had to pay the bill to get it done. So that's probably okay. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey uh, Carol. Marrying up. That's right. Marrying up. Carol, how did God lead you guys to Lake Wales, Florida? Well, that's kind of a long story. I know we don't have a lot of time, but I'll try to be quick. We, um, so I grew up in Pennsylvania. That's where I went to school. And then I moved to Maryland, which is where I met Brian. And when we got married, um, I moved to working in a small practice. And we wanted to probably buy into that practice because I'd been there a while. And things just weren't coming together that it seemed like my boss would let us buy in. So we started putting out some feelers and we decided that if we were going to move, we should move someplace where the weather was a little better. Um, <laughs> so we came down here. There's a big conference in Orlando every year. We came down to the conference and we did some interviews with some different people down here um, and put out some feelers and found this place here in Lake Wales, our house is actually attached to our business. Wow, fantastic. Um, and when we get back, we're going to hear the rest of that story. Listen to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We'll be right back from Lake Wales. Field manuals have been around for decades. You and I are soldiers serving in our mission fields at work. The I Work For Him field manuals are intended to provide the practical, tactical, factual, and biblical perspectives around work, women at work, and retirement. Our field manuals provide the detailed biblical information and faith-based how-tos for Christ followers like you serving in the field. Go to iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore and request your free chapter today. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him. We're talking to Carol and Brian Thompson from Lake Wales, Florida, and we're going to hear about their world that they have going in Lake Wales, Florida. Carol just said how they got to Lake Wales, Florida. Brian, talk to us about the spiritual temperature of the town. Um, it's a small southern town, so... Um there are a lot of people that claim to be Christians. There are 63 or 64 churches in our little area, um, so it's hard for wow. me to make a hard for me to make a real guess. I just uh, the spiritual climate that I notice is that God is working. God is doing things in individuals' lives. Um, he's put me on a campus where there are kids that just want to know the Lord and want to grow closer and uh, it's it's been amazing. So mm. I, mean, I, I can't really speak for the whole town. Sure. Uh, but I can speak for the little bit that I get to uh, 
walk around in. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So you guys have two businesses, Thompson Veterinary Center and Cup of Joe. How do you see these as ministries in this sweet little town of Lake Wales? Um, well, the way we came about the coffee shop uh, was kind of crazy. We started years ago baking dog biscuits, thinking that we were going to get out of financial trouble that we had gotten ourselves into. But God uh, told us before we even sold our first bag of dog biscuits that we needed to tithe 100% of it. And uh, I just sort of looked at the ceiling and said, Lord, you know, we're trying to get out of debt here, not trying to get into more. And uh, it took us two years, but in two years, we had sold $8,000 worth of dog biscuits and we gave all of it, including the cost of making the biscuits, to a uh, ministry through our church called Compelled by Christ, which took care of uh, kids in Honduras. Uh-huh. And through that, over the two years and 8000 bucks, God basically... Uh, eradicated a $64,000 debt that we had to a medical company or several medical companies. And I woke up one morning thinking, man, if God can do that with eight grand, what could he do with everything? Mm. And so uh, uh, the veterinary business was on my wife's bucket list. It was never really on mine. Um, So I've been doing that for a bunch of years. And I woke up one morning with the thought, uh, a pet friendly coffee shop. We already have the property. We already have the business here. Why not add something. So we started a coffee shop called Bow Wow Bistro. And unfortunately, a lot of people thought we were selling coffee to dogs. So <laughs> I had to change the name to Cup of Joe. And when we did that, people started asking us to do events. And we're actually in a mobile trailer instead of a, a brick and mortar. Oh. Um, so, so Carol, how did you end up being, you take care of people's pets they're they're friends how often do you get to dig deep with owners as they struggle with decisions on how to keep their pets alive what things to spend money on i mean as a veterinary these there's lots of there's lots of decisions making that how do you i mean this is an incredible ministry isn't it um it is and we most people know where we go on sundays um they know what we do with the community and so they all know that the dog biscuit money goes to some missions in town. And so you know, people come in, they buy the dog biscuits. They, you know, they sometimes just donate money just mm-hmm. for us to give to those ministries. Um, but we, we like to give people the information about what's going on with their pets and the diagnosis. And then we kind of go through, you know, what we think is the best plan. And if that's not, available as an option then we say well this would be our next option and then we just kind of you know we don't try to talk anybody into spending money that they don't have Mm -hmm. um and we actually struggle sometimes because i don't know if you've ever heard about what's called care credit so care credit is a line of credit i'm not trying to be a an advertisement here but yeah it's a no interest line of credit that they can use for veterinary or medical expenses mm. and it's like i'm very clear to people i'm like if if you can't break this apart into however many months they're going to give you don't do it because they're going to sack sock you with a whole bunch of interest mm. um, but it is an option that if you can break it apart and you just don't have the money up front then you know it's an option so um we kind of try to talk to people as much as we can and you know 
get as much information to them as possible. Well, you're dealing with them in a really emo, a lot of times a very emotional situation, right? Because they, you know, their pet is sick and they care greatly for this family member and they're, you know, they might be in a financial dilemma. So wh- how do you, um, how do you have that compassion and yet, you know, I, I don't know, just kind of walk us in your world a little bit on, on what kinds of ways you get to love on your uh, customers. Can I take that one? Sure. We've had uh, opportunities where, you know, we're in Florida, obviously. There's a lot of seniors down here, a lot of folks that are widowed, widowers, um, mm-hmm. and uh, their pets are all they have. And uh, <laughs> I told you it would be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they come in and you can tell, uh, you know, what's going on in their mind, but in their heart, you just have to listen we do a lot more listening than we do talking to our clients. Mm-hmm. And uh, out of the blue, I say out of the blue, but God does this. They'll start talking about their ex or, or their husband that has passed away, or they'll talk about somebody in their family that is sick, that has cancer. And we have stopped everything we're doing, and we pray with them on the exam table. Mm-hmm. We led a lady to the Lord in our exam room one day, and... Uh, Goodness, that that's led to the coffee shop. That's led to so many other things. But no matter what job you have, no matter where God has put you, you need to listen. You need to pay attention to the people around you because he did not put those people in your life for no reason. And that's how we run our businesses. We just think that every person that walks through the door, every person that comes to my coffee shop, every person I meet in Walmart, why? Carol, having that kind of a mindset as you run a veterinary clinic, as you um, really minister to people, because people are very, and Martha and I are not pet people because I'm allergic to everything, <laughs> but when um, people get very attached to their pets, obviously they live years and years and years with them. How do you, I mean, how do you know you were called to this ministry? Um, that's a hard question to answer. Um, <laughs> but you went, to, just, you went to school for it. So obviously somewhere along as a kid or in high school, you're like, I've got this, uh, uh, you must have had some kind of hint that this was in your future. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I've always loved animals, but in reality, a lot of people tried to talk me out of going to that school, including my own family. Hmm. Um, but it was something that I felt I was supposed to do. Now, I wasn't a believer when I went to vet school. Um, and, you know, it's not easy. College isn't easy. Vet school isn't easy. Um, maybe it would have been easier if I had known the Lord then. But um, I think God has used some of the bad choices I made to allow me to witness to others. Um, and it's just something that I think I'm supposed to do and we're involved with the Christian veterinary mission and, you know, hopefully one day we'll go on an actual veterinary mission trip. Um, but, you know, we tend to give a lot of our money away to missions and things like that. We actually, when kids come in, we have um, coloring books that the Christian veterinary mission has created. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, they're coloring animals that are from different countries and, you know, 
the parents don't necessarily realize what it is until they take it home with them. And then hopefully they look through it and see what it is and, you know, delve into a little bit about what's going on in that country and that type of stuff. Mm. Um, so it sounds like you guys are being very intentional, yet in a way that is, again, very loving and very kind to your patients and making sure that you always have a listening ear. Let's switch that over to the coffee shop again and talk about the impact that you're seeing on the community through the coffee shop. Well, the neat thing about the coffee shop is I, I was asked to do a food event um, at Weber International University probably two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I did the event and they liked the product. So they asked me back for another event and so forth. They did that three times. And then the Dean of Student Life said, you know, we don't have anything like that on our campus. So if you'd like to give it a shot, you can come down as much or as little as you you want. So I was like, okay. So I started taking it down there. And the very, very first day that I was there, somebody walked up to the window of the, of the food trailer and was talking to someone else about FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Mm-hmm. And I said, is that something that I can come to? Because, you know, we're just, we're, I'm just a coffee guy. I'm not really anything here. <laughs> and they said, yeah, you can come. And I said, could I bring my wife? Yeah. So the very next night, we went literally the second day involved with the school. We go to FCA and we're just the old people sitting at the back of the room, but we just kept going and kept going. And the kids started to identify with us. And then they would start to come up to my food trailer. And um, eventually I ended up praying with them and, uh, one of the athletes got hurt really badly and he was standing outside my trailer one day and I was like, what's up brother? And he walked over and told me that he'd received a concussion and he was passing out and having all kinds of bad symptoms. And he was scared to death because he's 21 years old and mm-hmm. he went to school for football and now he's going through this. And so we started praying. And so the impact that the coffee shop has had is that about a month ago, one of the students from FCA gave his life to Christ right next to me in church. Mm. Wow. So, you know, Lake Wales, when I first, when we first moved to Florida 20 some years ago, Lake Wales was a sleepy little town. It's not a sleepy little town anymore. Carol, how big is Lake Wales? How many people about? Do you know? 14 or 15,000. Okay. 14 or 15,000. <laughs> All right. So that was the last count I had. All right. Sure. So, well, and on the next, you know, when the next uh, census comes out, uh, you'll find out that it's probably a lot more than that because so many people have moved out that way. Carol, as you and Brian planted yourself in this city, you, 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 I mean, God moved you there intentionally. He introduced you to that city as you came down to a, to a conference. You hinted, who taught you guys how to take your business, your businesses, and use them with intentionality for ministry? Where did you guys learn how to do this stuff, Carol? I think that really just came out of our relationship with Christ. Yes. Um, you know, God says we're supposed to be the hands and feet of Christ. And so it's just something that, you know, my money isn't meant just for me. It's meant to further the kingdom. So whether it's my money, my time, my talents, whatever it is, I'm supposed to use that to serve him. Mm, that's so good. And and that's where um, it's so authentic because you have seen firsthand, I just want our listeners to hear that because you've seen firsthand how you know Christ's impact in your life can be lived out. So I just want to remind our listeners, we are talking with Carol and Brian Thompson, and they have Thompson Veterinary Center and 
Cup of Joe on the go. Is that the right way to say it? Cup of Joe yeah. on the go? Yeah. Mobile coffee shop. Mobile coffee shop right there in Lake Wales. So where could people find you? So you get you? your exercise when you get your coffee because you're chasing the mobile coffee shop down well, the I don't, street. I don't think they have. It's moving necessarily. Oh, okay. <laughs> the coffee's on the go. So Very confusing. Tell our listeners real quick how they could find you if they're going to be in your area in Lake Wales. Well, yeah, all the normal ways. Most of the people are finding us these days by just talking to their phone and saying veterinary hospital near me, or if they know the name already, uh, Thompson Veterinary or directions to that type of thing. Same with the coffee shop, but we're the coffee shop doesn't really have any um, set hours because right. it is mobile and we do events and things like that. Sure. Very good. So if they're lucky, if they find you somewhere and they can get a cup of coffee, that would be awesome. <laughs> All right, you're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, as we talk with Carol and Brian Thompson. And you've got a story like this, too. So many of our listeners have stories like this across the country. We'd love to hear them. Would you reach out to us? Whether you reach out to us on Facebook or some other social media or right on our website on our Contact Us page, we'd love to hear your story. We got Carol and Brian's story from a listener in Missouri. We'll be right back with more and I Work For Him. Many things in life are out of your control, but you can control the content you listen to. I Work For Him has created a podcast with you in mind. Subscribe to the I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform and you can choose to listen on demand. Shows release several times per week and offer 15-minute highlights of content to help you learn to transform your workplace into a mission field. Subscribe today by searching for I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform. That's I Work For Him Power Pod. Take control of your listening time today. Welcome back to I Work For Him as we're talking with Brian and Carol Thompson. Thompson's Veterinary Center and Cup of Joe on the go. Mobile coffee in Lake Wales coffee. Lake Lake Wales coffee, Florida. It's coffee. It's it's, it's not you know, we're, it's not all about coffee. Where did coffee come from? Did Jesus drink coffee? Does anybody really know? All right, listen. Brian and Carol, I, here's my question. You guys are living in a small town. You said that the census sign says 14 or 15,000 people. At the end of 2020, we'll have new signs that'll say whatever the new population is. But that's still a fairly small town. You're probably, there's probably not a whole lot of mobile on the go coffee shops. There's probably not a lot of veterinary clinics in Lake Wales. How do you guys deal with the notoriety? If everybody knows you're a Christian, what happens when you make a mistake? And, and, you know, your mistakes, because everybody knows you and it's a small town, your mistakes go around the country or around the, the city. Have you guys ever had an opportunity to use a mistake to really glorify God? I don't know how to answer that one. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, well, I was The whole time you were saying that, though, I was thinking that's why I don't put fish stickers on the back of my Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, Carol, you drive a WRX. So, you know, th- those aren't exactly, like, easy to go zero to 30 miles an hour as you're driving through downtown Lake Wales. Uh, have you ever been pulled over by the police and they know who you are don't answer that question i don't want to take it actually yeah kind of because most of the all six cops in the town most of them are clients i'm sure they are okay i digress all right listen (laughs) you guys are working together 24 7 365 you've got these two businesses together carol what are you doing to intentionally protect your marriage from your business and brian i'm gonna ask you this question too well, I'm going to let her answer because we... <laughs> oh, I, I'm gonna, I started with her first. Let's go ahead. Go ahead, Carol. Well, we don't always do super well in that area. We take emergencies at the vet hospital. So mm-hmm. sometimes the day is never ending um, and that makes things difficult. We try on the weekends after hours, um, you know, just to leave town for a little while, just, you know, go have lunch somewhere or something and um, but unfortunately, we don't get to get away, away as often as we mm-hmm. should. Um, but 
hopefully as God grows the business, we can hire another veterinarian and then that will change a little bit. Um, so that's something that's in our prayers that as God grows our business, that we're able to find the right person to come alongside us and continue to grow the business and allow us to have a little more free time, whether it's to just get away or to do missions work or so, so even in the midst of your day, so, you know, like Jim and I, we work together every day as well. So we're not talking, you know, in even when we can't get away, Brian, is there anything that you guys are intentionally trying to do to just keep your marriage strong in the midst of the, str- the struggles or the crisis and things that are happening within your businesses? Well, I think the fact that we're both on the same page as for why we have our businesses, mm. that our businesses are tools. The mm-hmm. business was never, I don't believe that either one of our businesses was created to make either of us wealthy. That may be a side effect, but my pretty much my life verse is um, seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. So as long as my wife and I are on the same page where we're both seeking what God wants us to do, he takes care of the rest. That's his job. He's promised it to us. And that's the way I look at it. And you know, it's Amen. like we do some crazy stuff because he's called us to do it, but he's never let us down. We've never slept without a roof over our head. We've never missed a meal. Um, and we actually have quite a few nice things that we probably shouldn't have if it hadn't been for him. Hmm. So how does prayer play into the strength of your marriage, Brian? Um, we That's funny because we tend to pray separately a lot. Um corporately obviously when we're in church or at bible studies but um that's probably something that we need to do more of is is take the time but like she said with our businesses the way they are i don't work at the hospital per se anymore after 15 years right but we were up until two o'clock this morning with a (laughs) c-section and so when you get done that the last thing you think about is going home and let's pray (laughs) you know the last thing it's like good night it's a tough one for sure Brian and Carol Thompson, thanks for sharing a little bit of your story. Thanks for sharing a little bit about Lake Wales, Florida with us. And thanks for being an I Work For Him, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace. It's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work For, for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at IWorkForHim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at IWorkForHim and online IWorkForHim.com. I work the number four, him.com.